Welcome everybody to So What Now. Vic, what's up? Monday. Hey, what's up, Vega? <laughs> hey, happy Monday. Another grind. Yeah, uh, we actually have a very special guest today. Um, he actually grew up in the Mass area, lives out in Arizona now. Uh, introducing Ken, and I don't want to, you know, mess up your last name. So introduce you, introduce yourself, Ken. Oh, it's, it's nice to meet you guys. Um, my name is Ken Bazubi. Um, I'm twenty. Well, not 27 years old anymore since it was my birthday just recently. Um, just turned 28. Um, um, I actually run my own company called Blue Capital Academy. I'm teaching people how to trade in the foreign exchange markets. Um, been doing it for the past five years um, and haven't worked for anyone else ever since. So um, it's been one of a roller coaster ride and. Um, the goal is to continue to impact um, people's lives and keep striving. That's awesome, man. This is like, this is exciting. I have so, so many like curious questions to ask you. Man. <laughs> oh yeah. Just it's like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm used to it. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so growing up in the mass area, would you, would you like, you know, did you ever consider doing something like this? Like even like, let's say like eight <clears throat> years ago. Um, honestly, that's, that's honestly a good question. Um, cause I remember just being in a mass area. Um, I just really observed my mom. Um, she was actually a part of an equity marketing company called Mary Kay cosmetics. And, um, I remember it was like, it was yesterday. Um, we were heading into Boston and heading into a whole beauty story and she bumped into someone that uh, was actually doing it and um, she got introduced to it uh, was kind of like against it at first but like she wanted you know a life change and um, I kind of just basically sacrificed like my childhood uh, while she endeavored that adventure um, traveling you know hustling just grinding um, until I watched her become very, very successful at it. So it kind of just brought the idea to me that I didn't want to work for anyone, you know, like, like, yeah, like, you know, going to school and getting a, a typical um, degree, but like, I just didn't want to sell to being average. After what she's accomplished, maintaining almost 35 to 40K um, residually a month, it was just like, she's over here telling me to go to school and get a degree and I'm over here watching you making thousands, you know, able to build a home in, in Methuen, um, from the ground up, you know, traveling to countries, all paid for company cars. So like, it was just like, you know, after seeing all that, like I didn't want to settle just to being average, even that I did went to school, but, um, you know, I went to school on a basketball scholarship and it was just like, I had to tell my coach that I wasn't, this is not for me. Like, I don't want to be the typical athlete that's just going and playing potentially, you know, to the NBA or, you know, playing overseas. And, you know, eventually I'm going to want to have a family, but it's not going to be stable because I'm going to be moving around, be sacrificing, you know, missing like potential child, my own childhood's life. So um, when I came across, you know, trading, it was the most perfect time. Like it was just like the perfect opportunity because I endeavored at all different equity marketing um, adventures, but all of it was just like kind of um, a learning experience for me to really handle 
uh, when it comes to actually me owning my own business at the time, you know. Um, so I did that. Um, a good friend of me, a good friend of mine introduced me to it. Um, saw this, I saw the potential behind it. I didn't look at it as, oh, I can make so much money from it. I looked at it as a skill set that if I could actually master it and duplicate it, then um, then I have value that I could provide to the table to the masses of people that are seeking um, an opportunity. But giving them not the trials and, and the struggles that I went through, but making it very simple and, um, and easier to understand. So, and then from there, I ran with it, um, had my ups and downs, of course. You know, that's all part of the journey of becoming an entrepreneur. And, and you know, I had a lot of people that doubted me, but, you know, I just kept my head down and just kept grinding it out and knowing that um, if I kept talking to an existence that, you know, I'm going to accomplish all my goals that that I have written down. So I want to tell like my future self that, you know, you, you are going to have more distractions and more temptations that, that you currently are now. So for you to either that want to accomplish more goals that you haven't reached or you want to, that you have to stick to the course, no matter what, like people are always going to come at you with, you know, different opportunities. There's going to be a lot of different business ventures coming to you since, you know, like people know that you have capital. People just want to be in your environment. They want to be in your circle. They want to, you know, they see you as a gateway for them to accomplish some type of success. So, like, you, you got to learn to really, like, eliminate those people and really embrace your time and knowing that, you you have you you have your own personal goals to reach before you could actually help those other people accomplish whatever goals or any business ventures that want to come alongside with it because I've seen it so many times that people reach the, the level of type of success and then they get into a bad business you know a bad business partner and then they get so derailed from their current goal then they go ten steps backwards before they go forward you know so like. I just feel like it's great to always master one thing after you feel like, you know, you're ready to move on to the next step and then you could able to accomplish any goals that you want to accomplish. So like, I know I have a lot of different ventures that I want to tap into, but like I'm currently not done with, with my first company. Like I, I don't feel like for me to, to do something else, I need to fully have this completely automated and then jumping on to my next goal and accomplishing that. So then that's when I know I'm like, all right, perfect. I accomplished this goal. This is set. I'm sick and focused. I'm sick and focused. I have everything, you know, I'm accounted for and then moving on to the next step. Yeah. So like just trying to help people become better too. So once you do reach that one goal, how is it that you find more motivation to, to better yourself and go to the next level when, you know, I think some people at times can stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. So they reach their goal and they, they don't know how to move forward to that next level. How is it that you can find the motivation still to know that you can still do better, even though you accomplish this great goal, but you still want to do better? How is it that you can find the motivation to do that? Um, Basically, you, you just got to, you, you find the reason, like, you got to look at, like, you know, the pros and cons to, you know, your your goal, right? And uh, you want to eliminate the things that, 
that you haven't progressed yet. Um, you want to find ways to, you know, to be very creative, you know, and, and doing different things that still tackles on your, your current goal. So, so then that's just going to keep you motivated to keep being consistent and, and being relying on it. Because at the end of the day, people want to see you being consistent more than you being more distracted or not being creative towards your goal. So um, being very creative, you know, doing a lot of different things. If it has, if it's something that you have to do is connect with a lot of different people to tap in and see in different people's insights. You know, I feel like that has been really, really helpful for me because like, yeah, you know, a person could be really, really good at your craft. And sometimes when you're, you're so stuck in your ways, you kind of, you know, derail yourself of being creative and want to keep motiv keep keep yourself being motivated so it's always good to you know stay on top of what you're doing um making sure you're connecting with people uh make sure you're jotting down all your ideas so you can exploit them um and just doing a lot of different things the more different things you're gonna just randomly it's gonna be a random days that you're gonna be popping up with different ideas and it's just gonna pop and it's just gonna click and then you're gonna be like man i am so motivated you know i'm i'm glad that i brainstorm you know because like if people are just staying stagnant you're gonna get bored and then you're not gonna want to finish your goal you're gonna be like oh this is just too hard you know and i don't want to focus on it no more and that's it but um the tough times like are the best times I would want to say, because those are the times that you really have the time to really think um, and being more creative than, than you can be. So um, it's really unlimited to like how far you want to go if you really put your mind to it. Yeah, of course. But, yeah, you know, yeah, because life is so hard, but you still have to to really push through and, and know that your worth is that you're worth more than what you think you are at that moment. Because, yeah. you know, the tough times really show who you are really as a person. Oh, yeah. And if you can push through that, you'll really – you'll be able to do anything. With what oh, I'm yeah. Doing. Like, I, I like I can remember, like, it was yesterday. Like, um, it was a time that I had to – I had to sell my own car. Um, I had to live with a roommate that was not even productive. It was just somewhere just to get out of, like, my mom's house, you know, just because – I just wanted to feel like I wanted to be out there. Um, I was walking. I was getting grocery stores, and I had a walk. It was like at least like two blocks away from where I was currently living. Um, so th the daily sacrifices that I had to do, I was I was stay I stayed in my room, and I was bumping Drake like all night. Like it was on repeat. Like people thought I was going insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going insane. Like, we feel that man yeah, like, you know the like, vibe yeah i was just like in my vibe so like you know like i only came out you know to the kitchen only when i was hungry and then I, of course using the bathroom and then i re went right back into my room but those were like honestly those were probably like my darkest times ever in my entire life but those are the times that really made me as a person that that i told myself that whatever it took for me to get this done to, to master, you know, for me to duplicate successful other people and for me to be a better, better person. And for me to never go down this path ever again, like I needed that in my life, you know, like it gave me so much insights to like all of my ideas to be exploited to what I was going to currently do in the future. Um, so I was basically mentally preparing myself 
for what is success going to look like? How am I going to handle success? Because there's a lot of people that come into success. They get they get so caught involved. They you know start going up and turning up, and then they forget where they came from, and then they forget where you know their why. You know, and they get so caught up with the fast life, and then they start you know disrespecting, down talking to people, developing a crazy amount of ego. Like till this day, like I I'm proud to say from my personal development side, like I am still true. I'm still the same person that was bumping that Drake in my own room, in the dark room from morning to night on the charts. No questions. People hit me up. I was like, no, I was losing gains. I was not going to the gym. Like I was like, I was doing everything, whatever it took for me to get it done. And I didn't allow no distractions. And that made me become the best version of myself. And it made me accomplish everything that I really, you know, foreseen that I was going to accomplish. So, like, for what a lot of people um, were asking me, like, how did I get to that point? It was just, like, you need to have a dark time in your life. You need to, like, really isolate yourself and just go all in with no excuses. You got to hold yourself accountable, wins or losses. Yeah. And it feels Ooh, man, better I when you're percent agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and when you do and when you do it that right, you know, when you become successful, it feels so great. Because like when people be like, Oh yeah, you accomplished that, but like, you know, and then you you respond to them in the most humble, humble way. And it's just like, yeah, like it wasn't easy to where I got, but like I embracing the moment and I'm I'm seizing it. And then how am I gonna how am I gonna keep that moment to keep going forever, right? So I'm gonna use the, the capital that I have and I gained and reinvest and reinvest and reinvest and keep working, keep working, keep working. So then five to 10 years from now, you're going to be like, wow, I really reflected back on myself with no distractions. And I went all in and I kept reinvesting into myself because that's the best investment that you could do for yourself. And everything is just going to fold. Like success is, is so easy to get up there, but like, could you maintain that success? Could you, could you, can, could you contain that that composure, you know, being mentally strong, you know, like your the frequency that you're giving out to people? How are you attracting more business to come to you? How are you attracting more people to come to you? Like, you know, those are very crucial parts that I feel like a lot of people miss. Um, because like in, in different angles now, when you're successful, you have all different opportunities coming through um, left and right. So now it's just up to you. If you want to go with your gut feeling, if this is a, the, a really good, smart business move for you, and then you make it happen, and then you proceed from it, and it goes good, then that's great because you just capitalize on that moment. And now, basing off of something that you just said throughout uh, you explaining yourself right there is, you know, me thinking back upon, you know, wh- like not forgetting where you're from. So I guess how does living in an urban environment growing up, you know, like in the Merrimack Valley and Mass, you know, Lawrence, Methuen, whatnot, um, or wherever place you ended up moving afterwards, how has that shaped who you are as a man? Oh, yeah, it shaped everything. Because I remember when I was just getting into entrepreneurship, you know, all my friends just like, was just like, yeah, that's great, you know, you know, because, you know, since we live like in a mat, like just being in Mass, it's just like, it's so... You know, you got to go to school, you got to get your degree, and then that's it. Like, you know, I just felt like entrepreneurship wasn't really, like, a thing for people, you know, especially in our generation. Like, 
just people heard about it and they're like, oh, damn, that's crazy. This person made this amount of amount in traveling the world. And then we just continue to live on our regular lives. But like that, that shaped me that I was just like, man, like if I really want to take things to the next level, like I need to move from my environment. You know, like I, I need to be surrounded with people that, that share the same kind of ideas, that have the same kind of mindset, that want to take things to the next level, that don't want to live life as average. So when I did that and living with doing it, this is actually a really true story. I, don't, I really haven't even shared this with, uh, with a lot of people, but uh, my mom, like she, she, she accomplished so much, but she helped a lot of people, you know, on her way to success that, you know, like she started giving money to people and people not paying her back. So it was like kind of like the point that, you know, she she had to get a foreclosure on her house. And I was always telling her for years, I was like, let's let's move to Arizona. Let's move to Arizona. And um, it came to that point, you know, we finally got the foreclosure. So what we did is that we actually packed as much stuff as possible. Um, the most longest drive that I'll never do in my entire life ever again. Uh, we packed everything. We, we moved from Methuen and packed, a, I think it was like a 26-inch U-Haul truck, and we moved and drove all the way to Arizona. So it took us almost about, um, I think it was about 39 hours in total, like as a full drive. And we moved out there. And then as soon as I got there, like I didn't waste it, no time. I started just connecting with people. I just saw a lot of people with a different environment. Cause you know how in the East Coast, everyone is a straight dickhead. Like, you know, like, like, everyone <laughs> fun. like true, no one man. wants to say hi to you. We're, we're dealing mm -hmm. with snow, like eight months of the year. And I'm coming into Arizona and everyone is just like, hey, nice to meet you. Like, you know, even though it was so hot and it was so dry heat, which was like something different. Um, but everyone here was just like really friendly. So like, and that's when I really like capitalized on it. So that, that's when I was really able to, you know, diverse my personality. Like, like I never thought that I'll ever listen to like EDM music when I came here. Cause like in the East Coast, it's not even a thing at all. So it was just like, either you listen to bachata, you know, dance hall, all that. So, <laughs> so you listen to all that. Right. So I come, I come out here and then honestly, like it really helped me become a better person, you know, um, just spiritually and, you know, and, and having no comfort zone, you know? So I was just talking to people when I, that's something I, I, I really lacked in if it was just approaching to random people and just being myself and having no filter, no comfort zone. And then that's when I start, and then it helped me in my business as well. Like it helped me to subscribe, you know, like I wasn't caring or, or getting afraid of rejections. So when, when I got like no's and I replied with them with full excitement and people just look at me crazy. They're like, who is this guy? Like, I just told him no, that I'm not going to do business with him. But his energy was just like, wow, he took no and he's excited about it. So and then I, you know, that person follow up with me was like, hey, look, like, I never usually do this with people, but the way how your approach was very, very different. So then that's how I capitalized on it. And was just like, all right. So if people are getting so, you know, so sad and, you know, they get so down on rejections, but then you have me that's just doing the complete opposite. Most likely the people are going to want to attract to the people who are doing the complete opposite thing. So, and that's how I capitalized on it uh, while I was while I'm out here in Arizona and then everything changed. So like a lot of people even back, 
back in the film, it was just like, bro, like you exploded. Like, I don't even know, like what the hell happened? I was like, I just did something different, you know? And I'm the kind of person, I don't like to do what everyone else is doing. You know, I try to create my own wave or my own community and then just ride from there and, and be as a leader that I, I've always been, so. That's amazing, man. So essentially what what has helped you along the way, man? Like what types of resources, like people, um, ranging from like influences, you know, something you've read, something you've listened to, like what on a broad spectrum, what has really like helped you um, throughout the way? Like I, I kind of, I, I wouldn't say like I compare myself to like Gary V in a way, but just like how like, you know, how, how honest he is and he just, you know, gives people out the facts. But, um, you know, just tapping into, like, you know, listening to, like, different genres of music, um, listening to Gary Vee, like, you know, doing a lot of personal development, like, um, doing a lot of reading, um, sacrificing a lot of things that a typical, you know, 20, 20 plus year old would be doing, you know, um, escaping reality, you know, I, I wanted to face reality, I wanted to face it for what it was. And, and that really grew me to become, you know, way more prepared with the mindset because I just feel like I stress that enough when I, I always encounter, like, new people. It's kind of like the subject that I always comes back on. And people look at you completely different when you are well educated and your mindset is up to par. Like, um, the, the different approach that I wanted is just that, you know, I don't want to be the typical you know, typical black African-American, I want you to look at me that like, I know what I'm talking about and I'm well educated. And if I don't know it, I'm gonna come back to you with major facts and I'm gonna prove you wrong. So like, um, I never wanted to settle to being average. I always wanted to be, you know, best as as best as I can and being as best as presentable as um, that I can to people because people are gonna remember what kind of value that you left them because that's how they're going to remember you by. Um, and and then from there, it was just like really sky's the limit. So like, even though I don't like to say that I know everything, you know, I've, I've known what I've, I've, I have applied, but I'm still learning and still want to keep adapting more knowledge as possible. Absolutely, man. And so really just kind of tell us about like, what do you, what do you actually do? Like, with your with your company all right so yeah so what i do um so i have educators that's on my platform and um so what i do is that teach them how to trade in the foreign exchange market so basically just like how if you wanted to go to mexico and trade your your us dollars for the peso dollar for example but since we're everything's so digital now if you're doing that and you're trading your your us dollars for pesos you're not getting paid to doing so. You're just exchanging for the rate of the dollar, right? And you're able to go to Mexico and use the peso dollar. But with, with trading, with the online platform, you could able to actually use your income and make money in the Forex market, in the foreign exchange markets. So you could actually capitalize on your income to make more. And that's basically what I'm teaching to all the people that are really interested in having their money truly work for them um we have i have my educators that also teach on the platform uh, from monday through thursday um i give out also trade ideas so you're also looking at like my analysis my charts that i'm posting um so you could actually copy my trades and actually make money with me 
um, and also lose money with me because I, I don't guarantee like future success, but I do guarantee if you do apply to what I'm teaching you that you will see and potentially make six or seven figures if you stay consistent. But um, so that's basically what I've been doing. I've been doing this for the past five years. Um, I first started my company about last year. Um, on September 1st, uh, first month, I made almost 80, um, 89K in sales. Um, and then the, the, re the remaining six months closed out of 240K. Um, and that was just only my first company. I already foreseen that I was already, all this was going to happen. But um, but ran into, like, you know, bad business partners. Um, so I had to get that company dissolved. Seven days later, started my whole new company. And I started up in February and this of this year and then we're striving you know i had my ups and downs around june and july that if i wanted to continue this because i was losing a lot of customers like my headspace was not there i just felt like i was putting a lot of responsibility on my shoulders and but luckily enough i did not give up you know i, I realized you know not a lot of people that start their own company um has converted a lot of sales that uh, in the short amount of time that i did so it was just kind of like a motivation reminder that, look, like that was all your first company. Like you're just only getting started, you know? So, um, and then from there, I just, you know, we're striving, you know, closing out this year pretty strong and getting ready for a big year for next year. Because uh, with me, I love preparation and I like to tackle on things and getting everything set in stone. So, <clears throat> so what are essentially like, common like i guess myth myth bus is more or less that like you want to call it but it's what are like the common like i guess like themes that you see along the way of people like that say about your profession more or less of you owning a company and trying to get more and more people to actually go to it and actually you know really believe as, as to like what, what you're saying mm -hmm. so what are like the common myths that you see along the way with that um, like I see a lot of people, they, they try, you know, they either try to create their own and it's just like, what people don't know is that I, I how I look at the, how I look at our, our generation, you know, everyone loves free. Right. Um, and I see a lot of people just feel like, you know, ones, they, they don't build credibility. Um, two, they're not engaging with their audience. Um, and then three, um, they're not creating a community. So if there's no community, you know, they, there's no way that you can grow something. So like when I first got started, it was just kind of like been like like a five year plan. Like this was just been like a five year plan getting to this point. Um, you know, I was part of an equity marketing company at a time. You know, I, I did develop a name uh, within myself, but I also created a free community where people could actually you know, copy my trades for almost about like a year. I had almost about 4,000 4, plus people around the world, you know, that knew, that knew who I was, you know, helping them provide making six or seven figures within a week, you know? So I was able to build that credibility from there. So people knew my name in a Forex niche. So after doing so, now I have an audience where I could able to create my own platform, right? So, and then it becomes so, such an easier way to actually build a business that way because, like, you have to let people, you know, you, you, you have to allow people to trust you first, right? You know, and building up that credibility. And then the next step is, all right, now I have that. Now I've seized their attention. Now I have their trust. Now I could build a platform where um, people could actually come and join. 
And then the last thing, of course, is creating a community where I make it fun. You know, I don't make it seem like, oh, like, you know, it's, it's completely serious. Like I create a community where no one can't duplicate. Like no one can't just hop on, on kind of like on a, on a video call session, you know, really be who I am. And, you know, making friends from all over around the world, making people feel very comfortable, making you feel very important. Because at the end of the day, those are the, those are the kind of people that are going to be like, all right, man, I remember when we were on this call and we made so much money and he was clowning on this dude that was snoring on the Zoom call. And it was just like, people are going to remember that. So, like, I, I realized that in seizing that moment and then I just capitalized on it. And so, like, everyone will always hit me up. They're like, just creating memories. And and when you're creating memories, it just becomes fun. Like, you know, like, I believe if, yeah, business should be serious, but at the end of the day, it should be also being fun. So what I've been seeing, you know, with, with the niche, like, you know, it's just I see a lot of people are not doing the stuff. They just feel like, all right, you know, I've learned a skill set. I'm creating a, a platform in the academy. And it's just like, but you have built nothing from scratch like you know it's just like you just try and put an llc behind it and be like hey i can teach it. and it's just like people are, people don't know you people don't trust you so if people don't trust you like you know how you're going to do business the right way so um and that's how i kind of led the way i've really led the way in a complete different approach to it compared to everyone that is in, in my niche which i'm really good friends with a lot of people that that do trade in my space but the way how I do things is completely different. And and the way how I relate to all of my potential students and customers is that I, I keep good retention rate. Um, when you have good retention rate, then, you know, your, your business is going to last forever. Yeah, it's real dope, yeah, man. So for, for growth of your company, you know, I'll, I'll take five years. But in five years, how would you want your company to expand? in a way that you could, would still say it's successful? Um, I honestly, I want my company to be just like how Apple is, but, but, you know, with the trading education behind it, you know, like I want it all over the country. Like I want to eliminate the fact that people want to um, not go to school and they could just learn a skill set and be stress-free. Like, you know, I hate banks with a full passion, you know, like, you know, they're, they're really seizing the opportunities for everything. They have our hands on everything. So, like, something that, you know, especially with cryptocurrency coming in and having blockchain coming in, um, they're really just not going to have their hands on it. And, you know, with the people, if they really want our country to keep growing, they got to keep us happy because at the end of the day, we're making them money. You know, they need us. So that's what I envision for the next five years is to actually expand within – um, a good amount of few states um, and turn, you know, my LLC into a whole corporation. So I really want to go big. I, I really believe in my journey that this is going to be a billion dollar company um, and showing the average people, you know, like this is where everyone is going to be hearing about. Everyone's going to be hearing about it everywhere. And it's going to be very affordable for people, you know, looking out for the American people. And then from there, it's just going to be a true blessing because everyone is going to be participating and having it to your current lifestyle. Yeah, you see, I like that a lot, man. That's that that's that's like the goal of common equity because yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of like comparing it to 
what me and Vic are actually, our professions are, is basically healthcare. He's a nurse. I'm heading into healthcare management. Mm -hmm. And what what a lot we see about healthcare now these days is that it's not really about common equity. It's all about, you know, you know, every single place is the interest of making money. I get that. But if you're not really necessarily looking out for the American people who can't really afford certain things, you know what I mean? Then you're kind of getting on the cusp of like, I don't really care about the morality anymore, which is like a bad thing. You know what I mean? So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you got to do what you got to do to, to strive and make, make the world a better place. Essentially. Oh yeah. Most definitely. And, and, and I, and I really think you're doing that on, on many aspects, which is, I really appreciate, man. Um, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just believe like, you know, like, you know, like I, I sacrifice a lot, but like, you know, um, but I wanted to have a platform where it could be duplicatable and how it could help like any, any kind of person, because I know that in, in reality, we don't have, true vehicles to do what we're truly passionate about like you know and i feel like trading is just like you don't need to be smart you don't need to know numbers like you know it's just applying a strategy that works for you and it's staying consistent so you could actually use that vehicle to truly to do truly what you're truly passionate about and, and that's the only reason why we're actually only going to college for it when no one's like yeah i'm so excited to meet new friends and going to school and be in debt for the next you know 20 30 years and then like I was just speaking to a person that just turned 60 years old and was finally saying they're free and they college debt. I'm like, look how long it took you for act for you to actually to attempt or to enjoy freedom at least. Like, you know, it was just like, you know, like what you make, like what you finally cleared is what I did in one day. Like, you know, it's just like if you had the right vehicle at the time, you would have eliminated all that time and sacrifice of paying all that, you know? And it's just it's just crazy that, you know, you know, it's sad to say that in our own country, they just don't want us to win. Like, you know, there are so many roadblocks that they're eliminating from, you know, the mentality um, mindset, you know, to, to being very emotional that you can't pay for your bills. You know, money comes up to the table while being in a relationship. So it's all those factors that comes into play that it's just mentally preparing you to break you down. So, like, if people are not excited or they're not truly passionate, that's the only reason why they're going to school. Like, you know, and I'm not trying to knock down, like, people at school. Like, if you're truly passionate about it, cool. But be just be prepared that what you're going into is what you're going to be paid for, and you must be excited about that. So, but, you know, I just want to have a better, um, better outlet, you know, to a better vehicle and you can do whatever that you like. So. Yeah. And me and Christian, we've said that countless amount of times too in our podcast, you don't need to go to college to be successful. No. And I think there's this really bad perception in society that people who are successful, have a degree after their name, but it's just not true. Like me and Christian, we decided to go to school just because, you know, we have careers in healthcare and we, we needed a, um, a degree. But we have a lot of friends, too, that are are just working and they're more successful than we are, per se. You know, electricians, carpenters, um, they're as important as anyone else in this world because they make the world go round. So, you know, whatever you can do that makes you happy and you are successful in whatever you, per se, success is, is what you should pursue. Because at the end of the day, that's going to make you happy. And, you know, I think... 
in the world that we live, stress and and society and so many outside um, forces make people pick the wrong choices, and it's really sad to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how would you say that with you know starting your company, still being a very young person, how have you been able to stay like mentally sound um, and really uh, in creating your success? Um, to really, to like create, like to being mentally sound, it's just that, um, I, I had to tell myself that if I, if I'm not grinding, if I'm not working, if I'm not outworking everyone, um, then I'm good. I'm going to be settling for less and I am going to be that person that's going to be working an out of five. Like, um, so that was kind of like the reason also why I wanted to keep going. But like, I also have dreams of, you know, getting my mom, her, her first, her first built house, you know, from me that it's a goal that I told myself when I was 10. Um, so I, I can't do that if I'm working for someone else's dreams, if I'm building someone else's dreams. I rather be taking and, and sacrificing all my youth or the long nights and, and grinding really hard so I can escape that reality. I, I don't want to settle to being average. Like, I'll refuse. Like, you know, whatever I have to do to hustle and to, to do so and to get it done, that's what I would do. And that's kind of like the mindset that, that I impact in my own mind that like, I have to get this done, you know? So like, I am not gonna just settle just to just to settle and, and just continue with that. So um, I know a lot of people tend to just give up, but like, if, if you give up, you're, you're only giving up on yourself. You're, you're not holding yourself accountable and it comes down to you at the end of the day. Like, no one is going to pick you up. No one's going to be like, hey, you look like you're having a tough day. Like, no. Like, you had to mentally prepare that you're by yourself in this journey. And you got to pick yourself up through the hole. And that's how you're going to have to do it. Because a lot of people just expect handouts all the time. Like, I get daily messages. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, people feel like they got to dump their problems on me. And it's just like, look. I remember when I was in my darkest time, I was not asking no one for help. I, I didn't even ask my own parents for help. Like, you know, like you, you got to accept and hold yourself accountable that you had to get yourself out of the situation no matter what. And, and that is how you're going to keep yourself mentally saying that you have to get this done. So if you're asking for help all the time, you know, you're, you're not going to be successful. Like, you know, all the successful people that are successful you know, I, I, I can see why they're complete dickheads because, like, everyone feels like they're entitled, you know? Like, people, I have people that, that have, you know, self-conversations uh, within themselves in my own direct, on my own DMs. Like, I don't answer to a lot of people. Like, I choose my time so wisely, so I don't have mm-hmm. time for that. If it's not any business moves, we're wasting time, you know? So, like, yeah. um, just keeping it moving forward. The more that you keep sucking your time, the more you're you don't allow people to just to come in and just having small talk conversation. It's something that I, I really don't have time for because I'm allergic to small talk. Like if we're not progressing, we're not talking to any ideas or trying to get something done. It's a waste of time. So when you keep that consistency of saying that, you know what, I'm not selling to being average. I'm going to keep outworking the next person because that person that, that you're currently waking up is, has probably been grinding since 12 o'clock at night and you're just not waking up. So like you can't just settle just to be like, hey, I want to be, I want to make it, I want to be on top. Like, it's just not gonna cut it. 
Dude, you got to do it for yourself. You can't do it for anyone else. Yeah. Because if you're doing it for anyone else, it's not worth it. You're not being truthful to who you are. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. That was, that was amazing, Ken. We appreciate y'all <laughs> so much, man, for coming on to the podcast. Big time, honestly. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So I, I kind of, I, I feel like I'm, I'm always the one that's kind of like just talking about like just like my story, and it's just like sometimes I don't even believe my own story at times, because <laughs> yeah. I just talk about it so much. But, um, but yeah, I just, I just, you know, like to be an example for you know anyone. Like I, I didn't have a person that that gave me a handout. You know, like everything was just from you know, the grind up, like no one, and that's the most important thing um, to take away is that when you grind hard for something that you're truly passionate about, no one can, no one can't say anything. Like, you know, it's either they could congratulate you or they could just keep hating. And then, you know, but we all know hating is not going to take you far anyway. So, um, and, and that's the best part. Yeah. Thank you, man. This is, it's truly an inspiration uh, to hear your story too. Cause you know, we're just, you know, we're just some young kids out here, only 23 right now, about to turn 23, me and Vic. And, you know, just, you know, just trying to, you know, make a name for ourselves eventually and make a, I guess, positive change in the world. And that's what we really want to do. Yeah. And then that's awesome to hear. Absolutely. And through avenues like this podcast, you know, just trying to reach like a, not even at a local level, but like, you know, at a community level, because at the end of the day, we are one big global village and we all should, you know, be not necessarily helping out each other all the time, but like, you know, really like giving advice to other people and trying to, you know, formulate other, I guess, avenues for other individuals. Yeah. So we appreciate you so much, man, for coming on once again. Thank you all for tuning in. All right, thank you guys. Thank Appreciate you, you for taking the time night, allowing me to talk to you guys' this podcast. You know, I hope you know you guys took some insight to what I said, and then you guys keep striving. Don't give up. You know, like having a podcast is just a great thing, and you know, eventually it's just gonna just pop off, and you're gonna reflect back on it, and just gonna be like, wow, like we really did this. You know, thank you, sure, like man. Thank, thank you, man. We appreciate it. And for those who tuned in, thank y'all very much. We'll see y'all on the next time. Ken, take it easy, man. We'll have to visit y'all in Arizona sometime. Yeah, sounds good. I'm telling you, you guys are going to like it out here. It's not the same. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, I'm down to try. I'm down. <laughs> new vibes. All right, Ken. Take care, All right, man. take care, guys. Peace.